Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and Twitch, and sometimes I even upload the good bits. This is Previously Live. Breaking, former 21 convention speaker and self-proclaimed Christian pastor JLP has been credibly exposed as a homosexual super predator by a Catholic organization in Michigan. 21 Studios is officially severing all ties with JLP effective here immediately. I knew he liked it when I, ca when I called him handsome. Uh, yeah, there are lots of hot folks all over the place. I think, by the way, you look wonderful today. So I are think you, you liking me right now? Oh, oh no, not like that. I just think that you're fantastic. You're aged wonderfully. You've got all this beard going on. Amazing. If you were into men, you'd have your pick of the cut. Let me tell you. <laughs> I gave him more confidence. God damn it. What is the evidence for this claim? Predation of hurt, wounded men, something else you'll turn Okay, so these people are fascists too, whatever. No, no, first president of the manosphere? Yeah, okay. Um, JLP has been using the name and religion of Christ to brainwash men and fuck them in the butt. Where's the evidence of this? What, is it this? We're, okay, so we're watching fash on fash violence right now, so, you know, don't, there are no good guys here. Um, I do, however, support JLP living his truth. Hello, I'm Christine Niles. Today's June 20th, 2022. Here are your latest church militant headlines. A conservative icon is being exposed as a gay predator. This according to multiple accusers who spoke with church militant in our latest special assignment, revealing conservative talk show host Jesse Lee Peterson is actually a homosexual groomer. A lot of the people that Jesse brings around him are troubled young men, right? Have drug problems, right? Some of them been in jail. Okay, I I will. Okay, listen. I will say that nothing they say here should be taken without a colossal grain of salt. Not a grain of salt. Okay, like a like a salt lamp. You know, like one of those big Himalayan salt chunks. You know, wouldn't take it. You know, wouldn't wouldn't roll with it. However, I will say, you know, uh, as much of a meme as he is, uh, JLP is a very dishonest and manipulative person who does have a online and radio presence based around, uh, you know, trying to cultivate slavish dedication from a group of troubled people. So, you know, he, he specifically men, I don't know if there are any women involved anywhere there. So it is, you know, it is, it is an environment where there absolutely could be um, abuse. So it's pretty easy to discredit a guy who's been on drugs, maybe in jail or something like that. It's pretty, pretty rotten thing to do. In Germany, a religious community has elected an openly homosexual super- Wait, is that it? Wait, that's it. Wait, that's not even anything. Wait, just wait, one guy j didn't even talk about his claims. Wait, what? What? Is there no police investigation? No, there's no police investigation. Um, oh, I was hoping for something a little bit more interesting than that. Um, Leslie Peterson. Here's the full thing. Oh, thank you. 26 minutes. Okay, I'll skip through it. This is the organization Milo Y is now involved with. The church militant. Gotcha. Oh, dude, he's getting good dick there. These crazy, fashy, Catholic, whatever LARP types are hella fucking gay. They are mad pounding each other. Milo must be in heaven. Personality and hip. Holy shit, this is like a full documentary from a couple days ago. Hi, JLP. Young JLP. Yale-P. In the early 1990s, Reverend Jesse Lee Peterson began his ministry as a student of Roy Masters, a British-born okay. talk radio personality and hypnotist. Okay. Peterson and Masters promoted a similar system of meditation and theology, a system that includes rejecting the Holy Trinity and our Blessed Lord's divinity. Okay. But thanks to the feckless and spiritually absent bishops, Jesse's theological errors didn't keep him from gaining tens of thousands of Catholics. Thanks to the feckless and spiritually absent bishop? What? 
Okay, this is it. Wait, I have to watch this. This is insane. Wait, hold on. By watching this live right now, we're essentially doubling its view count, okay? I want I want 50% of all the people who have ever seen this documentary to be be watching it with me, okay? Like and patriotic followers. Jesse's draw for conservatives was his comment. I think this is hyper-conservative Catholics. It is, yeah. These are probably people who reject the Vatican too, yeah. Well, they, they work with Milo. These people probably do reject the Vatican II. They're probably basically just Nazis. Um, Vatican II was when the Catholics decided that the Jews weren't to blame for Jesus' uh, crucifixion in the 1950s. So, um, yeah, these guys are probably, yeah. These guys, or sorry, yeah, Vatican II, yeah. Um, these guys are probably more aligned with, like, the crazy, like, LARPy tradcath, like, the kind of people who aren't born Catholic, but who convert when they're, like, 18, because it's either that or an opioid overdose, and they need something to push down the gay urges. Commentary against the Marxist group Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, um, radical, um, so-called social justice warriors. They were chanting, what do we want? Dead cops. When do we want it now? Pins in the blanket. Fry them like bacon. And even when I start killing cops and everything. Exploiting many angry American men's desires for a stable family life, Jesse would directly call out feminists for their role in destroying the family as well. Sexism is a made-up lie. I like the massive filter they put over all of this to make it feel like this is some 60s-era expose, you know? Like this, is ha like this is happening around the time of the civil rights movement or something. And it's been made up by women who hate men, who hate the family, who hate the unborn child. The 73-year-old even visited the church militant studio in March, when senior executive producer Michael Voris answered his questions about Catholicism. What is going on with... Is Jesse Lee Peterson so racist that he put on blackface? Is that... To what depths will he not sink? Real, though, he looks pretty unhealthy. I mean, he is super old, so, yeah, I don't know. Did Jesus just rise from the dead in spirit, but that's or did he, his body come out also? He was, maybe his body came out, but I know. Well, that's a big rose, deal. <laughs> he rose in the spirit. That's what, no, he rose in the body. That, why I want to make that. So but he rose in the body. You can't say he didn't walk out of the, walk out of the tomb on well, Sunday. And from what we knew at the time, Jesse was an ardent opponent of homosexuality in and outside the church oh, and no. presented himself as such. The spirit of homosexuality is of their father, the devil. It's not- JLP looks like he dyes his beard. Uh, well, yeah, he's like 75, right? There's no way his hair is all this dark at that age. Them, the person, it's the spirit that made a home in them. And it came from them overreacting to some sort of a situation in life, whether it's from someone uh, uh, messing with them when they were kids or overreacting to an angry mother because you become like what you hate. But shortly after the March interview, friends of his came to us with a different story. These stories first came to light when Jesse's former co-host and alleged decade-long gay lover exposed him. 60 that's that's a, quite a big alleged right there. Jesus Christ. One-year-old Patrick Rooney has known Jesse for nearly 30 years, dating back to roughly 1992. Everybody know Patrick Rooney, one of the smartest white men on this side of heaven. The two were so close that Jesse was the minister at his wedding and the pastor at his baptism, long before Rooney claimed any homosexual activities began. Right around that time, I also had started a, a TV show. I was doing a public access TV show in LA. Michael Voris is a recovered ex-gay who is the founder of Church Militant. Wait, are all of the Church Militant guys ex-gays what is it with catholics dude holy shit it no it's not just it's not catholics okay it's converted catholics all right there is huh? yeah i've heard there yeah they seem to be dm's gone into it demon mama gotcha I'm being told they're very gay. Hi, Artemy. Just sitting on my foot. Bosh, watch even a minute of this. These dudes have some serious sexual tension. Milo does vortex. What? Why are they like... Dude, can't, why can't you guys just have sex with each other? Why do you have to make it this weird thing? Supporting drag queen. I mean, not many people have that on their contract. Is, is this what Milo looks like now? Oh, from a year ago. Why does he look like the Tiger King guy? Okay. 
restrictions. Uh, and, and you know, I, I don't think that if it had it not been for me in 2015-16 that, that there would be a Caitlyn Jenner for California, for instance. I don't think that would have been possible at there, you know, spiritually speaking. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like I said, so the, 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 the best therapy that works for any of this stuff, addictions, sexual, whatever, is always Catholic because it's replacing those, you know, drug takers and they always have these ritualized behaviors. You know, coke addicts have got their special straw and, you know, they do. So you're replacing unhealthy, that love. Uh, so you've moved down to Florida. You're mm -hmm. getting established down there. Mm -hmm. You told us over dinner you've already got a huge number of guys who've contacted you. don't even have anything set up yet, you know, formally to say, okay, let's come in, guys, let's start this, da da da. We're in and, the, you've, and you've got a backlog of we're in how the, many? We're in the exploratory phase. They're in love. Confirmed. And uh, with a friend of mine who uh, had. Uh, gotten off heroin and wanted to, he asked me to be involved in the show to help uh, other people get off drugs and things like that. So we started a show and one of our first guests was Jesse and another gentleman from Bond. So we did a couple shows with them. And from that time forward, right after the show happened, Jesse and, uh, and I talked in the green room, you know, backstage. And right off the bat, he started asking me stuff. Jesse's very forward with his questioning and things like that. So he actually asked me right after that show. Um, which one do you think is the bottom? There's no universe in which Milo Yiannopoulos is not the bottom in every sexual interaction he's ever had. I'm sorry, you're not, I don't believe it. Are you gay? Rooney's characterization shows that Jesse allegedly used similar grooming tactics as other homo predators, like Saginaw priest Father Robert DeLand, who asked similar questions when preying on a young man in 2017. To discover that you have some gay tendencies is a fine thing, mm. because then you don't have to be so confused, right? Do you feel less confused? Mm. Do you? Yeah. After Jesse discovered Rooney's same-sex attraction, uh, the main the main issue is that there actually are like Catholic gay groomers or whatever, and I don't because it's coming from these church militant people. I don't actually know whether or not by groomer they mean just gay people having sex or they mean actual grooming. Like the word has no meaning here. There's no like is as in in terms of like how much value you should assign to it. The term grooming and the term predator have about as much meaning here as like ellipses do okay um th there's no way of determining anything from them action his relationship with jesse was taken to the next level Damn, jesse. bit by bit jesse began edging him closer and closer to sin once we once he moved up there to do the show we stayed in the same house jesse would kind of do some things kind of horseplay and stuff like that with me and at times he would uh, do stuff where he would like grab me and then we'd kind of wrestle around a little bit and I'd feel his, you know, private parts against me. And he did that more than once. So it wasn't like an accidental thing. He would kind of do it. And then I even mentioned it like, you know, what's that or whatever. And he would kind of play around and joke about it. Fast forward to 2005 and Jesse was ready to make his final move. We did a uh, conference with them called Moral Reconstruction, which is kind of ironic. Uh, now that we're sitting here talking about something, something else called Moral Reconstruction. We did that. That first conference was, I believe, in 2005. And uh, we did a follow up conference in 2006 with them as well. And I went with Jesse to uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, for this conference. Uh, I was the music really doesn't lend credibility to the music. What, you mean um, like generic interview slash documentary music dot wave dot mp3? Fundraiser at the time. And so we did fundraising. I was, I was part of the conference. While we were at the conference, um, we stayed in uh, Virginia, you know, near, near D.C. So uh, we were sitting on the bed together and um, oh, no. all of a sudden he turned to me, just looked, me, looked at me and he said, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And he said it in a in a tone that was really insistent. And I'd never seen this tone from him before. It was like kind of scary. It kind of scared me. Like, like what? What do you want to do? I knew what he meant. And then I told him, well, okay. And at first I'm scared. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm playing along here. It kind of threw me off my game, I guess, in a way. I think later I realized that's kind of something that people do sometimes. It's, it's like the devil works in a certain way by intimidating you. I mean, it throws you off your normal game. And so he said, what do you want to do? And he's like, okay, I'm scared. And then uh, I said, I told him what I want to do. I, I mentioned sex acts. You know, we, he knew about that. I had already talked to him about that I was interested in. And next thing you know, he's ripping his clothes off and coming at me, basically. And I did the same, ripped my clothes off. And the next thing you know, we're, we're fully at it, having, not, not getting detailed here, but basically full-on uh, sexual acts. Rooney's recollection. Good, good for them, I guess. So the, again, the problem here is like, 
He's not even alleging to being coerced here. When he says the devil made me do it, I don't know if what he's saying is the devil made me freeze up or the devil made me want to have sex. <laughs> so again, like the language used here draws this incredible ambiguity between like just being gay and like predatory stuff. I, I have no idea from just from that retelling whether or not what he's saying even describes, even alleges bad behavior from JLP. Um, but yeah. There is some kind of coercion because JLP is a position of power over the guy, right? He said, like, he talked about what they wanted to do, like they'd mentioned before. So I, I don't really trust the honesty of anyone involved in this. I don't want to make, like, any strong statements. Um, there were obviously possible concerns. There were also ways that those concerns could be alleviated that, like, I might not be aware of, like, previously talking about it or a bunch of context clues that you know, either he won't tell, can't tell, don't, doesn't remember, or, like, yeah, like, it's, yeah, there's just, I can't make any real statements here. Like, let's just, let's just watch this bullshit. And show that Jesse mirrored Delan's sexual advances almost identically. I love you. I love you. I know. What are we gonna do? I don't know. No, what are we gonna do? Rooney's description shows that... It wasn't the issue with that, that the person was a, a kid? I think he was an adult at the time. Like, like, very an adult, right? Like, After their sexual encounter, Jesse began intertwining his private homosexualism with blasphemy. After we had just done our the first sexual act, and then ever since then, he told me that once we did this, I was born again. This, I mean, this sounds crazy, but this is the absolute truth. He said that I was born again. He would remind me of that through the years. Following being born again, Rooney contends that his sodomitic relationship with Peterson went on for roughly 10 years until Rooney decided to come clean to it. They come up with the craziest names for shit, dude. Sodomitic relationship. Holy shit. JLP like gay porn. Oh, no, I remember J JLP liking gay porn on his Twitter. Bosh, for Catholic freaks, there's no difference between gay sex with a consenting adult and sex with a child. Um, yeah, I wonder why they have so many problems with child abuse in their, in their, um, in their clergy. Makes you wonder. ...his wife and son. My son was really angry. My son was mostly angry at me because he had Jesse on such a pedestal. He, he, my son had Jesse on such a pedestal, he literally thought Jesse could walk on water. We got on a phone call, we talked to Jesse, and as soon as we brought it up with, with, a, with my son on the phone call, Jesse denied it. And I said, Jesse, you're a liar. You're lying. You know, this is, you know you're lying. And he finally came out and admitted to my son that he, he, he did that. Rooney later moved to Florida to get away from Jesse. But according to Rooney, Jesse couldn't handle the relationship ending, offering him several bribes to get him back to L.A. It's typical for homo predators to try and cover- That is so weird. Having your son around while you talk about you having an illicit affair with the pastor that you both follow, and then you call the pastor and argue with the son over whether or not you had sex with his dad? ...their tracks using a cornucopia of strategies to shut people up. In the case of Father Deland, it was now deceased Saginaw Bishop Joseph Sassone, who remained silent on Deland's abuse for years. While serving as an auxiliary bishop in Philadelphia in 1994, Sassone allegedly watched as documents containing names of up to 64 suspected sex abusers were shredded, earning him the nickname Bishop Shredder among the U.S. bishops. According to Rooney, for Jesse and those loyal to him, the strategy was to bully and silence all victims and witnesses speaking up. Jesse did throw me under the bus, basically, and other people that, that did anything like that, and still does. If anybody comes up with it, they'll, they'll keep anybody off the You're air. You're talking about other victims? Well, uh, yeah, other victims. Uh, and he'll make sure that if anybody talks about these things, calls up his show or does anything like that, they were not going to get through on the show. Patrick explained how easy it was for Jesse to discredit victims, given Bond's history of seeking out troubled young men. A lot of the people that Jesse brings around him are troubled young men, right? <clears throat> have drug problems, right? Some of them been in jail. So it's pretty easy to discredit a guy who's been on drugs, maybe in jail or something like that. It's pretty, pretty rotten. What is this music, dude? Why are they playing a lyrical track loudly to the background of an interview? What thing to do? Beginning last November, Rooney began writing a collection of blog posts hinting at Jesse's predation, leading him to a shocking discovery. After I published these articles, passive aggressive, I found hey, out from a young man, a very credible young man, that Jesse was fooling around with this young man. That young Wait, Vosh, I mean, if he sees himself as a victim, I actually start feeling bad. Well, here's the thing. It's kind of contextual, okay? 
if this guy feels like he was taken advantage of by a person who had a lot of power over him, I think that whether or not he's a fascist, which he is, I think that's a very valid grievance. However, if he feels that JLP tempted him with homosexuality and that all and that like all of this, like the great sin here was like pulling him into that. And the issue here isn't actually coercion. It's actually just like the dude's gay and doesn't want to accept it. And he's blaming his behavior on Jesse. The issue here is that their politics fuck everything up, you know? Um, you know what I mean? It'd be it's kind of like, OK, you know how like by default you should take rape uh, accusation seriously because like yeah most of the time when a person accuses another person of rape like like overwhelmingly there's like a reason for that you know imagine if somebody did made a rape accusation but like yesterday you heard them like loudly say and i love false rape accusations i will do it to this person and this person and this person and i just love lying about that because i am bad you know and then like like I mean, like, you should still listen to what they have to say. It's just like, you, you kind of shot yourself a little bit in the leg here when it comes to, <sighs> you get what I mean, right? The politics here make it really difficult to determine what's an actual problem and when they're just, like, alleging homosexuality at one another, you know? Yeah, it doesn't help when they say stuff like homo predator, in large part because the problem there would be the predator thing. So if they have to add homo predator, like, you know the real problem is with the homo thing, right? Like, none of the people here give a fuck about the Me Too movement. It's not like these people are, like, stalwart defenders of consent in their day-to-day -day lives. It's very obvious that this is about the gay and not the predator. Homo predator said like apex predator. Yeah, the apex homo predator. Homosexualism. Sodomatism. Young man was 30-year-old Samuel Arambula, a more recent member of Bond and Jesse's latest known purported victim. I started going to Bond around May 2020. 2020. Uh, this was during a You're coronavirus so lockdowns, everything. As soon as they opened back, they were doing um, live uh, broadcasted, uh, no in-person church for like two months or two weeks or something like that but as soon as it opened up i went that was may 2020 um the jesse what he likes to do in the church is he goes around first timers he goes around first timers and says introduce yourself what's your name you know how'd you find us where are you here um the first thing i said i said my name is samuel and uh i'm here because uh you know you helped me a lot uh i, I went and forgave my mom i went and forgave my dad i had a lot of anger and i just dropped that and i feel way better now I, i'm like, I'm, I'm really, you know, growing, and I want to thank you for it. Among him are three other alleged witnesses and victims who also chose to tell their stories. Okay, damn, I thought they'd just keep it to the one guy. Okay, shit, well, here's, here, listen, detectives are on the case. While watching this, we're going to try to determine um, whether or not they're talking pejoratively about homosexuality or about actual grooming behavior. Samuel began his relationship with Jesse professionally. Ah, oh, fuck, I just saw someone in YouTube chat. They're right. Didn't I suggest that JLP, like, hook up with men? Oh, no. Maybe that's why he acted that way during the interview. That's why he stopped up there. He thought I knew. Oh, God, I did, didn't I? Oh, uh, I, yeah, I said, I said he was handsome and he'd have no trouble if he hooked up with men. That's why he fucking stopped there. It's because he knew. I did this. I precogged. Ah! I precogged. I pre-watched two years before fuck god damn it oh yeah he's not he's gonna come after me now fuck washing cars for him and doing other cleaning work at what they call the bond house the bond house My is where jesse and several gator. of his male staff currently live yeah, and when samuel began opening up to jesse about his past things got personal i was molested as a boy so i was like jesse what do i do like this is a weighing heavy on me what should i do he said Forgive him, it's in the past. Our relationship progressed slowly, closer and closer. I didn't suspect anything weird of it. There were certain times where he began hugging me where I was like, oh, I've never been hugged by a man. Like, what was this? But I was like... Never been hugged by a man? Okay, I mean, that can happen. Yeah, this music is wild. This is, I get, he would just tell me like, you know, I just love you. So I'm like, okay, I, I guess you, you know, I love you too. 
But much like with Patrick Rooney, Samuel states things went from casually close to mortally sinful. So a Friday afternoon, uh, evening, I go to Jesse's house and I am sitting in his couch, relaxing, you know, I'm, I'm kind of avoiding the LA traffic at the peak hour. So it's a, good, it's a good deal and I get to stay somewhere with someone that I respect, friend. So then by this point, we're already real comfortable with like hugging and, and all that stuff, you know, just hugging for a long period of time. I thought nothing weird of it. I guess it, my, my guard had already been let down completely. So he, I'm sitting in his couch, he kneels down in front of me and then he wraps himself around his arms around my waist. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird, but I'm like, Jesse, why are you doing that? He's like, I, I just love you so much. And I'm like, okay, I guess. I was just like this. So then he starts rubbing my thighs and I'm like, okay, what is he doing? Like, it's kind of crazy. And then he starts rubbing my uh, genital area and I'm like, uh, what's happening right now? And then he, uh, and then he pulls down my- Okay, I trust this guy's testimony way the fuck more than the first guy. He's actually talking about what happened and not loading it with a fuck ton of like ultra-fash tradcath terminology. Also, the the um the frame works pretty well. Him saying he'd never been hugged by a guy before is actually like a really revealing part of his life, you know? Like that assuming he's telling the truth, which, you know, I'll assume that he is there, because I don't know why he would need to lie about that. Um, but like the I the idea of like previous sexual assault victim incredibly unfamiliar with male intimacy um you know uh, jlp gets weirdly close but you know sort of uh uh, uh sort of is like no no man i'm just because jlp is so disarmingly fucking stupid that it's you know i yeah um oh he said hugged like that not hugged okay well still like to an extent you know what is the music they're playing over this kind of testimony? Well, the people who made this video hate gay people, so maybe, um, you know, <laughs> maybe they're making fun of them. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I trust this, um, this testimony. My pants, and then I'm like, I'm shocked, I'm not saying anything, I'm like, my face is like, whoa, what the hell is happening right now? From there, Jesse instructed Samuel to go into his so-called meditation called the silent prayer. And he's like, what? doubt all thoughts, all thoughts are lies, everything Satan is telling you is a lie, and I'm like, Okay, but inside is telling me, hey, you, this is not good. Um, what are what are you doing? Uh, what are you allowing him to do? Samuel describes Jesse abusing the supposed meditative state, trying to convince Samuel to ignore the traumatic sexual experience occurring. It went on for a few minutes. He would uh, get up, walk away. I could hear him. I couldn't see him. Get up. He would get up, walk away. I could hear him get up, walk away, touch it, get up, walk away, touch it. And I was like, what's going on? So then I opened my eyes what? and then I'm like, uh, what, the, what just happened? Another alleged victim was Trayvon Chapman, who in 2015... Yeah, well, I mean, that that's that seems like an open and shut case to me, boys. Um, yeah, every... Um, yeah, that seemed like a pretty well-delivered testimony. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, there are lots of hot folks all over the place. I think, by the way, you look wonderful today. So I are think you, you liking me right now? Oh, oh no, not like that. I just think that you're fantastic. You age wonderully. You've got all this beard going on. Uh, if you were into men, you'd have your pick of the cut. Let me tell you. <laughs> Fuck! I, 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 I gave him more confidence on his goddamn criminal free. God damn it! Now I'm complicit. If we loved everyone like you do, I think that we could get like way, way, way better outcome. You're a reverend, right? right? This is only like six months into me having a channel, dude. I was so young back here. Holy shit. I'm like 80 pounds heavier. I've got the man bun. I've got the drippy. Yeah, seriously, Vermin. Fuck. What even is 2019? I don't even know, dude. Holy shit. Oh, well, whatever. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Did you ever wear that shirt again? No, that was a JLP-only shirt. I'd totally wear that to, like, Charlie Kirk or PragerU or whatever. It's a good shirt. Teen told his friend, now 43-year-old Armand Martikian, that Jesse molested him. Well, the first thing came out of his mouth, uh, that Jesse's homosexual. And I say, you know, he can't be saying this, you know, like, he's all against it. He's a, you know, straight conservative man who, you know, this is like, what you're saying is bizarre, you know, it doesn't make sense. But at the same time, it kind of struck me as a truth. What this guy was saying, he was explaining the incidents, like certain acts that they would do. They had some nicknames. Jesse had nicknames for it. You know, uh, say, instead of telling what the act is, he say named it oral massage, according to Trayvon. 
Armand tried to tell Jesse what Trayvon said, and he just dismissed it. I went to Jesse. I said, Jesse, I... Why, why is this guy here testifying on behalf of his friend? And why is the only photo they could find of this guy... I don't know how old this photo is, because they keep putting a filter over everything, but, like, I don't think this is a recent photo. Yeah, is he okay? I don't know. Was th is this... I know they probably did this, like, with filters instead of authentically, but this almost looks like it was shot on tape. The play and the timer in the bottom left, or the top left and bottom right are faked. They're added in by the documentary, as is the burn. Teen told his the burn on the sides here that are meant to recreate a VHS tape. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Just, yeah, it's, it's, it just looks old. Yeah. Friend. And I say, you know, you can't be saying this, you know, like, he's all against it. He's a... You know, straight conservative men who, you know, this is like what you're saying is bizarre, you know, it doesn't make sense. But at the same time, it kind of struck me as a truth. What this guy was saying, he was explaining the incidents, like certain acts that they would do. They had some nicknames. Jesse had nicknames, you know. Uh, say, instead of telling what the act is, he say, named it Oral Massage, according right. to Trayvon. Armand tried to tell Jesse what Trayvon said, and he just dismissed it. I went to Jesse. I said, Jesse, I bumped into Trayvon. And he was talking bad things about you. The moment I said that, his first response was, oh, he's on drugs. When he said he's on drugs, shivers went down my spine. Like, uh-oh, aren't you going to ask what he said about me? Trayvon has since disappeared. None of the men have oh. any idea of his current whereabouts. Oh. Though they assume he's still somewhere in L.A. After this encounter, Armand began questioning his own relationship with Jesse. And then I had a flash. Oh. Well... I will say that the accounting being given here is actually a pretty realistic and reasonable way of him coming to realize that JLP was doing the things he was accused of doing. The idea of him casually bringing up the accusation and JLP jumping the gun with with um with like a suspiciously specific denial. Um yeah, that seems like a pretty logical like event, you know, it doesn't seem that contrived. Flashback back in the day it was such an insignificant thing that it never stayed in my memory, but for some reason, the flashback had when I was in the private counseling, uh, he kind of gestured me, let me see down there, uh, pointing at my, referring to my, you know, down there as in my privates. Not knowing what, what it was about, I'm at late, very late teens at that moment, you know, like, kind of got tricked into it, pulled my pants forward where he kind of looked at it. Oh, <clears throat> I feel like I have to mention this, by the way, just so people don't get it twisted, okay? Um... People, like, do a lot of, uh, oh, you know, gay people, predators, whatever. This shit happens all the time uh, with heterosexual predators, like, in positions of power, priests, whatever. The reason the Catholic Church has so much of a, like, they're gay predators thing is that these investigations happen disproportionately when they are gay. If it was a bunch of women who came out about a priest, they wouldn't be believed nearly as much. The accusation, like, if a woman is like, you know oh, he groped me or whatever. There are like a million things that conservatives will say to wave that off. But a guy making an accusation of homosexuality in the Catholic Church is treated much more seriously because um, even the charitable interpretation of what they do like is, is still not acceptable by their like doctrine. So there's like, there's going, like, I just can't tell you how many times shit like this has probably not happened because the accusers were women. Yeah, I just want to point that out. But at the same time, I'm thinking, like, maybe he's trying to see if I'm shy. He's trying to help me overcome shyness because I was a little shy, you know? I didn't know what to make of it. I remember saying, if somebody sees us from outside, they're going to think we're gay, I said. Later, I looked back, thought that the fact that I said, if somebody sees us, they're going to think we're gay, he kind of probably thought that, uh, okay, he's too aware. I'm not going to advance any longer. Huh? Former Bond House manager, 50-year-old Robert Santner, alleges he witnessed similarly strange behavior in 2021 between Jesse and yeah, current sure, Bond producer oh. James Hake. Uh-oh. What I witnessed him... Wait, hold on. Former Bond House manager, 50-year-old Robert Santner, alleges he witnessed similarly strange behavior in 2021 between Jesse and current Bond producer uh -oh. James Hake. Okay, I just want to say, like, right off the bat, if Hake ends up being gay... I, this is the most called thing in the universe. This dude is repulsed by women. He is, this guy is like existentially disgusted by women. Um, you know, I mean, it might be all, yeah, I don't know. The, the, Hake, Hake has, 
in all the people I've seen and talked to, Hake has quite possibly the most internally destructive understanding of their own sexual interests and desires of any person I've I've just ever even been aware of, you know? I don't even know how much of it is played up, but yeah. You should have hit on him like you did JLP. Um JLP is is charming though. I don't I don't think Hake has that char like I think I JLP is fun to be around, you know. I was with him in person. He's he's a personable guy, you know. Again, not an exoneration of his behavior here. I'm just saying that in terms of, you know, laying in the charm or whatever. Oh yeah, he is. I still have a shirt of his that's signed by him. I think it's been, I think the signature's been worn down a little bit. I don't think the pen was right for like a perma signature, but yeah, I have one of his shirts. So sorry, with the two shirts that I bought for myself and Vermin, I contributed $50 to this um, Tradcath fascist propaganda network. I'm very sorry. Ah! Oh, that, the signature's held up. Yeah, I just didn't know if time had worn it. How'd you get this so quickly? Yeah, but... Look at that. That would have been right after I did the recording back there. That's a stupid-looking shirt. It's amazing. What are you talking about? It's amazing. A rapist signature, Pog. Yeah, yeah, all right. No need to be a buzzkill about it. You can't deny that it's funny. What I witnessed him, him and Jesse, were hugging and hugging each other intensely. Oh, sorry. Last thing. Okay. Classic JLP moment. Hashtag proud of my picking. This is a classic right here. This is uh, a classic JLP. Yeah, bring, brings brings new meaning to the term pick me, huh? <laughs> Ooh. Okay, I want this photo signed now. Okay, if I ever brought a, like a printout of this photo to him for a signature and showed it off on stream, would you get mad at me? Come on, you you wouldn't get mad at me for that, would you? Rhydoids would be so much funnier if they weren't planning on genocide. Well, JOP is phenomenally funny, no matter how you slice the cake. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely incredible. It it. Certainly looks like an authentic sack. It looks pretty old. Okay. All right. Uh, rubbing up, rubbing each other's shoulder down so stuff, and came to the point yeah. where I actually saw him kissing him on the cheek, kissing him on the cheek and stuff, on the hallway, and talking all kinds. I can't remember what the words he said, but there were a lot of giggling, a lot of giggling in the hallway in his Ooh. James room. And then there was even one time that just really shocked the living the hell out of me is I went to the laundry room stuff. I mean, after I checked the, took the laundry out. And then when I got out and there was a door open in Jesse's room and um, there I saw Jesse was sitting in the bed and while James Haig was <clears throat> wrapped around bed sheets, completely around like a burrito with his head sticking out. And Jesse was like embracing him and hugging him and stuff and then kissing him on the forehead. And I was like, uh, are you, are you all right? Hake, to this day, is an ardent defender of Jesse and his ministry, essentially helping him ostracize all the men accusing Jesse of home. Is that, is that too weird of an accusation for it to be made up? Like, if, if I wanted to make something up, to attack JLP and Hake, my thought would not be, I saw him making a Hake burrito. That's just not, I, I, I mean, it, it, it could be made up. That just seems one of those too, too weird to be alive type deals, though, a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I don't know. Homo predation. Sandner also described an incident where Jesse attempted God. grooming him to see if he was a homosexual. But there was one night, okay? I was all by myself. It was like late at night after I came home from work. I was in the kitchen, you know, take, doing my own thing and stuff. And then suddenly there was Jesse appeared on the doorway, leaning against the doorway with his hand underneath his underpants. And he was like slowly massaging himself and was giving me a look. And I, and I turned around and says, what the heck are you doing? 
and he was like giving me a smile and giggle and stuff and then walked away. Classic pickup technique. Um, well tested. Uh. Another witness is Martin Francis, who's largely been leading the charge against Jesse's purported homo predation. He describes himself as one of Jesse's best friends. You may recognize Francis from a video with Jesse arguing with a Univision reporter at a Prop 187 rally in Los Angeles in 1996, a rally opposing the flood of illegal aliens entering the state. Are you all right? Are you okay? Oh, I'm feeling better than ever. Are you all right? Yes, I'm all right. Are you racist? Am I what? What, what, are, you, what are you think of these people now? Why? Why are you staying here? Are you racist? Am I racist? Yeah. No, I'm not a racist. Why do you ask that? But since learning of Jesse's dark secret, Francis has led several protests against- Can I- can I have a return to, to tradition moment? Hold on. Why are you- We used to be a real country. Where did this hairstyle go? I don't know what it is. I don't know if this is just some nostalgia thing. But like, this like, short bob... It, like, the bob haircut. And on a reporter too, which just adds so much to it, you know. What happened? 9-11 happened? Yeah, I guess. Hairspray is bad for the environment. What do people use today to affix their hair? I need to get some next time I go to Target. Do you do people use spray? Mousse is out. Gel do people use gel? Horrifying, thank you. Feet, yes. I use a powder? I don't even know if that's true or not. I I don't even I, I don't even know if that's true. All right, we used to be a real country. Stay here. Are you racist? Am I racist? Yeah. No, I'm not a racist. Why do you ask that? But since learning of Jesse's dark secret, Francis has led several protests against Peterson's homosexuality outside of the Bond studio. Jesse was confronted by him several times this year and refused to address any of the accusations of him preying on young men at Bond. Here's a video of Francis from March facing off with him at what appears to be the post office across the street from the Bond studio. Oh, that's nice. He wants me to tell them how I was sleeping with my brother's wife. That's fine. But Jesse, why will you not speak on your homosexual behaviors? Francis confronted him again in the back of the building with Armand Martikian in February, capturing it all on video. Jesse Peterson, I've known you for 25 years personally. Will you come? See, he's not coming over to me. Will you at least stand there where you feel safe and talk to me. Stand up on your porch with the door open and, and, and shout out to me. Why won't you talk to me? I've known you for 25 years. I've accused you of heinous things and you will not talk to me. You coward. Francis admits there were also a few clues that should have revealed Jesse was, Debate, bro. was a homosexual long before he ever found out. He wanted to see if- Okay, I'm not. So obviously this guy has had some drug issues in the past. I just want to know what causes this? You don't, you don't need to be wry about it. I just, I don't know. Is it, is it meth? Is that, he was hit in the earlier video. I don't think him getting hit. No, this isn't the wound, guys. There's no way, I don't think a, I don't think a little bit of blood from the forehead 25 years ago would lead to a crater in his. I'm getting mixed answers here. I'm, I'm just going to go with meth, whatever. Looks like picking. Yeah, yeah, when you get, like, the scars that you pick at on the meth, yeah. Dude, I would yank my beard so fucking hard if I was on meth. I gotta be careful. If I was willing to have a homosexual relationship with him, of course. Because that's what he was all about. He was about putting out feelers there and seeing who he could have sex with. And it didn't work with me because I would not been molested as a boy. And so eventually I told him, look, Jesse, I'm just an angry guy. And I don't like these long hugs and, and all this stuff we're doing, you know, at night. And did he stop? Uh, where he would come into my bed and just lay with me. You know? He would come into your bed and just lay with you? Yes. And at one time even like put his hand underneath my underwear Maybe to go toward oh, my genitals, right? He never got there because I, he could see I wasn't getting excited. So he never got there. He just like at the edge, you know, because you got to invite the vampire in is, is what they say in the vampire movies. And it's sort of true with even psychic vampires like Jesse. And so... This guy, I can't trust this guy's testimony at all. He's 100% committed to indicating that he is not gay himself. That's, that's the priority in his testimony here. Um, with that kind of bias, it's impossible 
to ascertain how sincere anything that he's saying is. Like, he was hugging me for a while, but I'm not like that, so I told him to stop. And then I was laying down, but he, he noticed I wasn't into it, so he stopped, because the psychic vampire needs to be... Like, it's, it's yeah, his, his priority here is, is, is disavowing himself from the, yeah. He was, um, he would do those kind of tricks, or, or uh, put his hand around my back and uh, off on my chest and be hugging and all that kind of stuff just that to being see said, if maybe I could, get, and asking me if, uh, uh, how does it feel and it feels good, right? And all that kind of stuff. And I would meekly answer, yeah, it feels good. But uh, only because when you're under that kind of uh, pressure, you just give the answer that he wants, but you're- I, That being said, I don't necessarily know if he's lying. In fact, everything that he's describing right now seems to line up with the behavior from other credible testimony. I sound, I sound like such a fucking dork, credible testimony in this tradcath fascist expose made to as a smear piece against someone they have a fucking political beef with. You know what I mean. Really like wanting to get the heck out of there. You're like ready to fly out of there like a bat out of hell. Jesse appears to have used every dirty trick in the book to silence him, allegedly trying to have Francis arrested for violating an unserved restraining order. I will go back to Phoenix and chill out with the relatives like I was doing before, and I'll be back on the 25th. Okay. 25th, yeah. Yes. Yes. If it was already served, you had already seen this, you would be one to know. Church militant asked every single victim and witness if they thought Jesse would continue sexually preying on men, and they all had the same answer. Well, yeah. I would say yes. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt that there's current victims. I think for sure. Jesse allegedly accuses these men of harassment, but some members of his own congregation disagree, like former bond house tenant Fabian Asensio. Harassing is just an excuse for, um, you know, trying to shut people down. Bond has been a nonprofit church for all these years. He's lied and collected a lot of money from that church, from people saying that, you know, he's been a hidden homosexual. There's, a, there's plenty of evidence for it. There's no reason for us to make up anything. Again, notice how the claim here is that he's a homosexual, not that he's a predator. See, the problem here, the reason all this is happening is because he's gay, or accused of being gay. Probably gay. Probably gay, yeah. Um, that's, that's the only reason this is an issue. So for someone to be out there in the alley and talking and trying to wake up the employees and say, hey, what are you doing? Why are you still working for this liar? That's totally within our First Amendment rights. Jim Valerio, longtime donor and friend of Jesse's, also pushed back at his defenders. Yeah. And for those of you people who are still supporting this so-called fraudulent, hypocritical, uh, serial, predator, homosexual, you are going to pay a price for that. That is a stain on your soul when you meet your creator. Period. Cut. This isn't even the first incident. Jesse was embroiled in a homosexual scandal in October 2020 after his Twitter account liked a gay pornography image. <laughs> after the tweet was left up for hours, Jesse's account was immediately locked down and set to private. One caller on his daily JLP show broadcast tried asking him about it, and Peterson hung up on him. Did you lock your Twitter account because you got caught liking a gay OnlyFans post? Amazing. Do you think I handle my own Twitter stuff? Oh, somebody else was, did it? How come you locked the account? None That's of your business. What the, what the? Are you a homosexual or something? No, but it doesn't really Why are you such a, a beta male? What, you know all that stuff that's going on. Can you imagine being hit on by this guy? I. It's still very surreal to imagine JLP making moves on somebody. I can't... It's not real, but you're being a girl right now. What making you be a girl right now? There's nothing wrong with it, Jesse. There's nothing wrong with you being a girl? They were, they were in... Goodbye. On top of those we spoke to, there were some... <laughs> I won't deny... That's a pretty suspicious pattern of behavior right there. It's very defensive, he is. Several other anonymous alleged victims Church Militant was made aware of, who refused to speak with us per their devotion to Peterson and his so-called ministry. Jesse continues to deny his own actions to his congregants and his fans, shutting down any victims who stand in his way. For Church Militant Special Assignment, I'm Joseph Enders, Detroit. You know, that did have a lot of production value put to it, I'm not gonna lie. As a hit piece against JLP, it is, I think, a very effective one. At least to the audiences that they're trying to cultivate, you know. Um, except for the audio levels. Well, the, the music was the main issue, yeah. Um, maybe that was a deliberate choice to sort of 
make the the gaze look silly. I don't really know. Anyway, since I, since this is not a real court case and I am a YouTube boy, I will now give my ruling. He's probably a sexual predator, yeah. A lot of those testimonies seemed pretty credible and described behavior. Uh that that yeah, that was pretty pretty bad. He has a unique position of authority over people who are generally not in a good place in their lives. Um, you know, the fact that he is a fascist makes me think less of his respect for consent in general, for fairly obvious reasons. Yeah. A lot of that stuff seemed like there would be no reason for them to lie, or there'd be no real benefit, unless they were coached to by the people who made the hit piece. Um, but I think that gets kind of into conspiratorial territory. The idea like, oh, well, they only said all these compelling, convincing things because they were told to. Like, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't make claims like that unfairly, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that, yeah, JLP's general vibe kind of kind of works with the accusations there. It seems, seems fitting. All right, well, I won't be burning my limited edition collector Jesse Lee Peterson Amazing shirt, but I won't be wearing it out to any um, soirees uh, anytime soon, okay? That's my, uh, that's my pledge. Wait, hold on. The top comment is from Styx Hexenhammer. So all I get from this is he disagrees with our doctrine and here are some people who don't like him anymore claiming he's a predator. Gonna need some more meat on them bones. Holy shit, he's actually defending JLP here. What a twist. Why? Do they have an association of which I am unaware? Heavy on vitriol, short on evidence. This video has been brigaded. By Styx's community or by JLP's? Maybe both. I'm an outsider. I heard multiple allegations in this video, but what I didn't hear was any proof. Could this be a Me Too plot twist only males? This is... So everyone involved here is a fascist. JLP is probably a sexual predator and a gay man. And the people making the hit piece on him are attacking him mostly for being a homosexual, not for being a predator. But now people are defending him, not only by saying that the gay accusations are made up, but also that the accusations of predatory behavior are made up. And in doing so, they're smearing the concept of believing victims of sexual assault. A wacky world we live in, huh? What's, what's, that, what's that line? This may come off as harsh, but I believe everyone involved in the story should die. Yeah, it's just, Jesus. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wild. Imagine getting messaged by JLP on Grindr that's gotta be future. There is no fucking way JLP knows how to navigate a phone text-like interface, like touchscreen. There's no fucking way. Technically, you're involved? Yeah, well... I've shook hands with the man. Jesus. Oh, is it? Gayfish? I didn't even know that. Way to ruin it. I dementia, that's a meme. Have you seen him try to play Minecraft? Yeah, I've seen him try to play Minecraft. Posh as the Donald Trump to JLP's Epstein. Yeah, I've been friends with JLP for a long time. He loves men. Loves men. Great man lover there. 